For marketing agencies and social media managers looking to prove the value of their work, I've got something special for you. Agora Pulse is not only Social Media Examiner's tool of choice as an all-in-one social media management tool, it also allows you to track the traffic, conversion, and revenue from every social post, comment, and private message. Learn how to prove your social media ROI with a free training or a free trial by visiting agorapulse.com SME today. Again, agorapulse.com SME. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, your guide to the ever-changing world of social media. On today's show, we're going to explore new LinkedIn company pages, creator tools, and more with AJ Wilcox. I'm Brian Dixon, news producer at Social Media Examiner and brand new host, brand new host of the Social Media Marketing Talk Show. Did you know that we can deliver awesome marketing info directly into your inbox? Simply subscribe to our weekly newsletter that comes out three days a week. You won't miss any of the updates going on in the world of social marketing. Visit socialmediaexaminer.com slash get updates. You are in for a treat today. AJ is a LinkedIn ads fanatic, the founder of b2linked.com and host of the LinkedIn ad show. Welcome back to the show, AJ. So excited to be here with you. Is this your inaugural episode? This is it. And you know, behind the scenes real quick, y'all, my power just went out. So I live in North Carolina, not San Diego like Michael, but here in North Carolina, and it's very rare that we have thunderstorms, but a thunderstorm, an epic thunderstorm came through my neighborhood literally about 20 minutes ago and knocked out the power. But you know what? We're going to deliver some amazing content anyway, aren't we? You bet we are. Stupid thunderstorms can't stop us here. That's right. We are not going to get stopped by thunderstorms. So welcome, everybody. I'm so excited to be here. Yes, this is my first show. And I love it because I get to kick it off with my friend, AJ. AJ and I met at Social Media Marketing World, which was amazing. His presentation was incredible. And I know that there's been so many updates to LinkedIn recently, which is going to be really fun. So AJ, let's go ahead and dive in. How's that sound? Yeah, let's do it. There is a lot to go over. Okay, awesome. So let's start with the company pages. So these are the the actual page for your company on LinkedIn. And it looks like they've made several changes over the last couple of months. So I'd love to dive in. Can you just kind of tell us, first of all, about some of those changes and uh, specifically newsletters? It looks like that's a big change when it comes to company pages on LinkedIn. Yeah. One interesting thing that we've noticed with, well, I just kind of gone through on LinkedIn is that you have an opportunity to curate an audience there, but they kind of stay there and there isn't much you can do with them if you're not, I mean, manually going after them, like messaging them or publishing content to get in front of them. So this is really exciting that LinkedIn released these newsletters. It's from your company page. People can subscribe to your newsletter and they get both an email and like an in-platform notification to let them know that like, hey, uh, Social Media Examiner and B2Linked have a newsletter. You can click here to you know read the new one or whatever. And oh, that's amazing. It's, yeah, it's way cool. I think my favorite part about it is it doesn't require that you go and do a whole bunch of new stuff. It's you take whatever would have been in your email newsletter that you're sending out anyway and copy and paste it basically into a LinkedIn article and add it to your newsletter. It's not hard. And I've talked to several people who are just having tons and tons of of success with their newsletters, growing that audience larger than their email audience even. So 
yeah, I, I say everyone should jump on and do it, especially while it's hot and hasn't been overused. Okay, that's amazing. And we are live here. We are live. So I'd love some interaction to hear from you. And it looks like Rupert Cheek, welcome. Great to see you. Glad you're here live with us. Said, I started a newsletter on LinkedIn. That's so awesome. All right. I love it. So this is really cool, AJ, because it it gives us a chance instead of just relying on people to come to our company page on LinkedIn, we have a way to communicate with them by kind of broadcasting out to them through the newsletter. Yeah. And even if the same person is on both your email newsletter and on your LinkedIn one, it's yes. more touches, but chances are you're reaching them in a way that, that the other wouldn't. So these are new audiences and they're not hard to reach. I love it. Awesome. Well, Joshua says, this is an exciting development on LinkedIn. I agree. As I kind of put the news together for this week and I looked at all these updates, there are some really exciting updates on LinkedIn. The next one for us to talk about a little bit is industries. Can you kind of tell us how that works? Yeah. So industries on LinkedIn, they were categories and subcategories that you would hit drop downs and select. And it was so hard. We only had like 147 original industries that you could select from. And so you were left with a lot of companies going, I guess I kind of fit in with this one. One example is like Uber and Lyft and Google and Facebook and TikTok. They were all categorized under internet. It's like the internet industry was the catch-all for anyone in tech who didn't already have a a pretty big industry. Agreed. And now we actually have like social media platforms. So, you know, LinkedIn and Facebook and TikTok and Twitter, they all get to be under that now. LinkedIn announced it and said there's going to be over 400, but we've already found 550. So chances are, if you didn't fit really well into another one, you might find yourself automatically migrated to the one that makes the most sense. It's not drop downs anymore. You actually have to start typing and it'll like auto suggest something. I do have a post from Greg Cooper. I can throw into the chat if you want to share this one out, but he has gone through and cataloged in like a document post where you can scroll through, there's like 67 pages of descriptions of each industry. So you might see if there's a new one that you want to fit under. That's amazing. I love that they're innovating. Another way that they're innovating over on LinkedIn is that there's been an update to the invite to follow. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah. About two years ago, I guess it's been about a year and a half ago, we got the ability to invite to follow and from the desktop. And what it was is as an admin of my company page, I think it's per week or per month, I could invite a hundred of my connections to follow my company page. And it shows up basically in your invites. So if you go to like where you can add new people to your network, interspersed in between the people's invitations, you'll also see AJ has invited you to follow B2 Linked and it makes it really easy. This is cool because on LinkedIn, it's really easy to get followers to you personally. All you do is just be really active and get out and share good stuff. But it's a lot harder for a company to get interaction. I think when a company posts, you always wonder like, if I even respond, is anyone going to care? Is there a face on the other side of that? And so people don't end up engaging. But now if you can see that there's an actual person who's inviting you to do something, it's a lot stronger of an invitation. And you'll probably end up being able to grow your company page followings a lot bigger this way. So that was a year and a half ago. The new change that we just got was the ability to actually invite people from the mobile app. So not huge. You know, If you wanted to do this, you could already do it from the desktop. And honestly, for the last year and a half, 
you know, people have really gotten used to using this. And so it's not like performance is amazing anymore. Like you send out a hundred invites and you get a hundred followers. You don't like it's been overused a little bit, but it is, it's welcome. I'm glad we get to do a little bit more from the app rather than having to be relegated to our desktops. That's really cool. It, it kind of reminds me of, uh, of Facebook, how they have like invite somebody to like your page or to follow your page. It kind of feels like that. Yeah, totally. And I'm sure it was copied directly from Facebook. <laughs> LinkedIn's good at that. It takes them four or five years after someone releases oh, something cool to, to fold it in, but we get it eventually. That's so funny. Well, this brings me to one of my favorite topics, which is all about ROI, specifically metrics, data reporting. I, I know that many of us work for a company and we want to be able to show the results of our efforts, especially on LinkedIn. And so it looks like that there's been an update when it comes to the company engagement report over on LinkedIn. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, this is something that, that really flew under the radar that is actually a big deal that people didn't know about. So I'll talk about the report first and then what new change we have. When you go to LinkedIn's campaign manager, you can do something that's called uploading a matched audience. And that is either a list of people or a list of companies that you want to be able to target or exclude. I mean, you can upload for lots of different reasons. With the company upload specifically, you can upload a list of like, hey, here's the top 500 companies I would absolutely love to work with. Or here's my list of competitors. I don't want to see my ads or whatever. But what we got, and this has probably been, I don't know, six months ago, when you go and click on a company list that you've uploaded into LinkedIn now, it gives you like, I call it an ABM dashboard, like an account-based marketing dashboard. It's a list of all of those companies that you uploaded to LinkedIn, along with stats about like how many impressions of your ads that this company has seen, how many have clicked, all of this cool information that that you might want to know about, hey, who out there is engaging with my ads? So the big challenge that we had with this is we as marketers can get access. We can log into LinkedIn, we can scroll through and all that's hunky-dory. But when you want to actually send something to sales or someone else in marketing so that they can see it too, to give you an example, you might send a, a message to sales and say, hey, this is one of our target companies and they have engaged with our ad like 13 times in the last week. This might be a good time to reach out to a contact there and and try to serendipitously start up a conversation. Before, you'd have to actually give someone access to campaign manager and then tell them how to navigate there. Well, Mm -hmm. with this update, they gave us the ability to export the findings from that report to a CSV or an Excel file. And now it's a lot easier to send to someone in sales to take immediate action. That's incredible. That sounds so interesting. And I know that there's people watching or listening right now who use LinkedIn organic, but they haven't done any LinkedIn ads. And at, at Social Media Examiner, we've we've covered this quite extensively. I know we've had you on the show before talking specifically about LinkedIn ads, but kind of going off script for just a second, AJ, what would you say to, to someone? I, I, I see a few people in the chat that said they've never run LinkedIn ads before. What's the number one reason for somebody to not just do organic posting on LinkedIn, but also consider using the advertising platform? Really good question. From an organic standpoint, when you share stuff, you only get access to the people who've already found you and know who you are. And it's a warm audience and it's a great audience. Plus, we know it's so easy to go viral on LinkedIn. And so you do, you get plentiful reach that you just can't get on Facebook or Instagram. The difference though, is that when you're using LinkedIn's ad platform, you can be so explicit about who it is you're targeting. 
We just talked about the ability to target by specific company names, but you can target people by their job title, their seniority, the skills on their profile, what groups they're a member of, company size, company industry. And I mean, everything I just named off, that's probably only like a sixth of all of the options that are available. So what I see is organically, it's a great way of staying in front of the audience that you've, you've already accumulated and they're already warm. But the ads side is the ability to get in front of those people that you know that you would never be able to get in front of organically. These could be your biggest clients, your most ideal customers. You can be so explicit about targeting them in a way that you just can't on any other network. That's so fascinating. Well, we'll get to some ideas about how to promote your company page with AJ in just a minute. But before we get there, listen, if you are curious about what Web3 means for your business, you can learn how the future is changing and how to jump on board with NFTs, with social tokens, with DAOs, and so much more by listening to the Crypto Business Podcast each week. And in order to do that, you can just visit socialmediaexaminer.com slash learn crypto, socialmediaexaminer.com slash learn crypto. I know I've been learning so much about crypto, and that's the show that Mike Stelzner continues to host. And so definitely check that out if you want to learn more about crypto. So AJ, let's talk more about ways to promote your company pages inside of LinkedIn. I know we've talked a little bit about the campaign manager, but any tips for how to get better engagement? I see it in the chat. How do we get better engagement when it comes to my company page? Yeah, I think there's several things you can do. First off, I just want to give Mike a shout out for his new podcast. I thought I was pretty well versed in crypto and I have not missed an episode and everyone has blown my mind. So uh, if you're into crypto, especially not just how to make money, like owning Bitcoin, but how you can use it for your business, there's not another podcast like it. So huge shout out to you guys. Like good work and tell Mike he's doing an awesome job. It's awesome. Um, One thing I love about Mike is that he kind of sees the future. He's so well-versed in this that he looks at like what's coming. I love that social media examiners continuing to look at things beyond social media, especially when it comes to like, what does social media look like in five years, 10 years from now? I know with our upcoming industry report, that's going to be really interesting to see like, what are the trends right now? So definitely check out that show if you guys haven't done that yet. Well, I don't know how many of you who are watching and listening saw Michael Stelzner's keynote at Social Media Marketing World this year. I live in social media. This is what I do. And I walked out with my jaw on the floor. Like he truly is prescient. Like he's seeing 10 years ahead and, uh, and I was grateful to have attended. So if you have access, go back and watch it. It's amazing. That's so awesome. You know, actually, I just want to want to shift the conversation a little bit to uh, tools for creators because... LinkedIn has made so many changes. I saw here in the chat, like, what are the changes that are being made? There are new creator analytics, new improved post analytics, new content alerts, new profile video tools featuring your newsletter. There's so many things that LinkedIn has done recently. So AJ, as an expert who's in LinkedIn every single day, what are some of these new creator tools that you're most excited about? Yeah, so we know that the reach organically on LinkedIn is is superior to every other network I can think of. But one of the biggest problems we've had is, yeah, we get really good reach, but there's hardly any feedback on it. It's hard to be a creator. It's hard to be an influencer on a network who's never cared about people becoming influencers on the platform. And this has probably been a year ago or more, but they released something called creator mode. And the biggest change that you'll notice if you see someone's profile who has creator mode turned on is their connect button where you'd naturally click to connect with them. It changes to a follow button. 
And I want to say it's something like 5,000 followers or something can turn this on, but it gives you a whole bunch of new tools. It gives you things like the ability to put an introduction video right within your picture. So it used to be just a picture and your name, but now as someone hovers over your picture, you can actually start talking to them. You get, you know, 10, 20 seconds to introduce yourself. They get to hear how to pronounce your name. They get to see your energy. It's fascinating. And it's definitely something I would recommend for anyone who qualifies. Okay. That's amazing. So you have to have 5,000 plus connections and then you can change it to follow so people can follow you. Does it actually change your profile photo? Is it more of like your profile photo is the same one, but then when they scroll over, then the video option pops up. Yeah. I haven't really paid attention to the action of when you land on someone's page, but I've noticed it both on mobile and desktop. You land on someone's profile and you'll see their picture will start to move. And I, I believe on desktop, when you hover over it, that's when the video starts playing. So your existing photo is like the placeholder. And then when your video starts playing it, it takes the place of your photo. Okay. That's so cool. I see Yvette in the chat. She was asking a little bit about LinkedIn live as we're already talking about video and we're actually streaming this on LinkedIn as well live. So just wondering if you have kind of any, any thoughts or any updates for us when it regards to LinkedIn live or any best practices. Yeah. LinkedIn live, I think makes a lot of sense to go live from the platform, especially when you're already going live in other places, you can kind of tick the box and add LinkedIn to it. If you've never gone live on LinkedIn before, it's actually an application process. LinkedIn has told me that in the future, they don't have any sort of plans of just letting everyone be able to go live. Instead, everyone has to apply and get selected. And when you apply, they want to see that you've been using video organically in in your profile. So whether that's embedding YouTube videos into posts that you're doing or creating a video and then just posting it into your profile natively, they want to see you using video to see that you'd be a good steward of it. But once you have it, you have to use a third-party tool to go live. And even worse, actually, so I use Restream.io for this. It's always a big deal. I have to either use their staging tool or open up OBS Studio on my computer and and like make sure all my camera views and all my audio devices are all set up. And it, it was a lot of work. Since then, LinkedIn has allowed you to be able to go live right from Zoom. So you go and put in your like streaming credentials like right into Zoom and it'll push right there. So I'm a big fan of that. The other thing is that going live on LinkedIn used to be like, you just hope that when you hit live, there's enough people there on the platform who are willing to join. So you get really low numbers of people who join. But in the last probably two years, they released LinkedIn events. And now you can actually attach a LinkedIn live to a LinkedIn event so that you can plan it ahead of time. People can put it on their calendars and look forward to it. So that's my best advice. Create an event, let people know when you're going live and what you're going live about. Do your best to promote that. And then when you go live, sure, push it to YouTube, push it to Facebook, but push it to LinkedIn. And that's how you're probably gonna get the best joinage. Oh, okay. I love that, AJ. That's such a great tip. So if you had a product release, something that you'd normally put in a press release, something exciting that's happening in your company, maybe you wanted to, there were some awards or something like that. You could create a LinkedIn event and then link a LinkedIn live video with that, put that all together and then kind of push that out to the people that follow you. And I guess they can RSVP to the event too, right? So they're notified when the event is live. Yeah, totally. And then in addition to that, inside the ads platform, we can create retargeting audiences of people who've shown interest in an event. 
And so you get people to RSVP. And then later when you're releasing other content or new cool stuff, now you have this nice warm audience who already knows you to some way, you know, some degree. Oh my goodness. That is so cool. Y'all, if any of these tips are helpful, hit that little like button right there. No matter what platform you're on, I see people are actually streaming from LinkedIn right now. Ashley's with us. She says, I love the planning tool. And she's, she's watching this live on LinkedIn. Johnny's watching us live from YouTube. And of course, if you're listening to the podcast, yes, we actually stream this live each and every Friday afternoon at noon Pacific and three Eastern. It's your chance to join us live on your favorite platform. Make sure you follow Social Media Examiner on your favorite platform and we go live. And of course, you can also check out those uh, archives of our live streams as well. AJ, kind of wrapping up the conversation with creator tools, are there any other of those creator tools that are interesting or something that we need to pay attention to? Yeah, the one I'd really love to point you towards is when you have creator mode, now there are some additional analytics that you can turn on. So for me, I love how when I put posts up on LinkedIn, it's so easy to go viral and get lots and lots of views, but then actually making sense of like which posts went viral, which ones had engagement, which ones fell flat to help me craft and inform my future content creation efforts. You couldn't do that very well. It was very manual. Well, now with the new improved analytics you get access to as a creator, you get what you could only either get manually before or with expensive third-party tools, which as I'm sure many of us know, using a third-party tool on LinkedIn is really risky. Like it's against LinkedIn's terms of service and you don't want to get your profile shut down. So this is a very welcome addition. Okay. That's very cool. Well, we have AJ here for just a few minutes. So if you do have a live question with us, we're happy to answer it. Just post it as a comment on wherever you're streaming this live. And I see a first question here from Kristen who asks, she says, I have a very basic question. What do LinkedIn followers really like to see in your business slash company content stream? Yeah, I think it's the same kind of stuff that they want to see from people personally. Everyone is wondering what's in it for me. So if the content you put out gets people to either learn something new that they didn't know before or solve a crucial issue, I can't remember who the speaker was at Social Media Marketing World this year, but one of the female speakers gave this analogy that I love. And if anyone knows who this is, please tell me so I can credit her. But she said, our offers need to solve a migraine problem, not a headache problem. And if you can imagine, I've never had a migraine, but I have friends who suffer from them. And when they have a migraine, their entire world shuts down. They don't get to go to work. They have to stay at home, like under the covers with the lights off. Whereas a headache, you can kind of still, maybe you're not going to perform at your best, but you're going to waddle into work and try to get stuff done. So make sure that whatever you're talking about and offering people, it solves migraine problems. These are the things that they really need to know about. And of course, they're going to follow, they're going to engage and they're going to reciprocate because you're doing them a huge favor. That's so smart. And thank you for sharing that. And I'm sure we'll be able to find out who that uh, speaker was. I see another question here from Mohammed, and he asks, is it helpful in ranking to use keywords in the profile web link? I don't think so. I mean, maybe Google cares about it a little bit more when a keyword is in the URL. So you might as well put it in there as long as it doesn't feel very spammy. But from my experience, and I started out life as an SEO back like 14 years ago, from my experience, the people who show up top of when you're searching on LinkedIn, they tend to be those that you are most connected with. So that means everyone's going to have like, depending on 
which names they're connected to, their first level connections, and they have a lot of shared connections. Those are going to be the ones who show up. I wish we had better analytics from people searching from Google to land into our LinkedIn profiles or our company pages. I wish I had better visibility into it, but I I don't. Mm, I like that. I also see a a question here from somebody on LinkedIn who was asking about the feature of inviting people to follow your company page. Is that just for admins, AJ, or is that for anybody who works at the company? They have to have some sort of access to the company page. What level of access? I don't know. We know obviously full page admins get access to it, but there might be a lesser access that you could grant employees so that they don't like have the ability to change anything on the page or make bigger additions or subtractions. But I actually don't know. I'm a little bit embarrassed to say. No, it's all good. We're putting you on the spot here, but the magic of live, right? Where we're able to interact. I see a question from uh, Matt and he said, I noticed LinkedIn added a lead gen form to company pages. He added one, but can't find the form name to sync it with our CRM. So any insight into that? I really, really love this feature. I love that it's coming out because we've had so much success with the lead gen forms within the ads platform. That being said, it's a brand new feature. One that like, LinkedIn has a record of releasing things that are a little bit limited or a little bit buggy. So I don't know. I've actually never faced this issue, but I want to go figure it out. So anyway, reach out to me on LinkedIn. Like, Let's work through this problem together. This is so fun. AJ, I'm, I'm so glad that you uh, took the time to be with us today. One quick reminder about Web 3.0. If you're looking to demystify Web 3.0, make sure you check out the Crypto Business Podcast at socialmediaexaminer.com slash learn crypto. That's socialmediaexaminer.com slash learn crypto. AJ, thank you again for being on the show. Where can people learn more about you and connect with you? Uh, Yeah, I think it's a a little bit of a no-brainer to say, come connect with me on LinkedIn. But I do have creator mode turned on, so it'll take an extra couple clicks to get to where you can connect with me rather than just follow me. When you do connect, make sure you customize that message and just say, you heard me on the social media examiner show, or you heard me on Brian's interview, and I'll be sure to accept it. I don't accept connection requests if I don't see some kind of a note or already recognize your name. Okay, that sounds so great. So let's make sure to connect with AJ over on LinkedIn. And I really appreciate everybody interacting with us here live. And and that's really our mission is to help demystify social media so that you can really grow your business and and serve more people. Again, my name is Brian Dixon. I'm the brand new host of the show. So thank you so much for engaging with us. This was so much fun. And until next time, remember that ultimately social media is about people. So let's use these amazing tools to serve our people well and make a difference in their lives. The Social Media Marketing Talk Show is a Social Media Examiner production. For more social media insight, visit socialmediaexaminer.com. Want more good stuff? Sign up for our top-notch social marketing newsletter. We deliver it straight into your inbox three days a week. Visit socialmediaexaminer.com slash get updates.